Hi, welcome to the podcast. My name is Danielle Day, and I am the founder and the lead trainer for Open Up Yoga Teacher Training. We are Yoga Alliance, five-star rated. We have 171 reviews and counting. We are number 117218, and we are in our seventh year doing business. So thank you for listening to this podcast. I am excited about the topic today. It's called the Ayurvedic Bartender. Now, Ayurveda is a sister science to yoga. The word Ayur, A-Y-U-R, means science, and Veda, V-E-D-A, means life. This is a sister science to yoga, along with five others that I am not aware of, nor will I presume or even pretend to know anything about. But what I know to be true is when I learned how to be a yoga teacher, and when I learned how to be a yoga teacher trainer, and 15 years ago when I started on this path holding space for humans... I've learned a few things about reading energy that I didn't even understand what I was doing at the time. Until about two, three years ago, I went to a workshop about restorative yoga, yin yoga, and the people who led my 500-hour yoga teacher training program helped me get a little closer to a tool that, frankly, I was a little sad I hadn't been using all along the path. Yoga and Ayurveda were codified 6,000 years ago by the same person, Patanjali, and they were meant to go together. And in our Yoga Alliance path, our society in the 21st century, we tend to separate these two things. You go through yoga teacher training and you become a yoga teacher and you teach yoga. And then if you're lucky and smart, you geek out on other things on the path to attaining your 500 RYT credential, one of these things can be Ayurveda. And Ayurveda was always meant to go with yoga. And the memo here is that on the moment of your conception, weird as it is to consider what was happening in that moment, put that out of your mind, but just understand that the die was cast Your constitution, your prakriti was created and you became in that moment a unique expression, a unique ratio of all of the elements of air, space, fire, earth, and water. Now we all have these in us. And when we were born, we were set into an earth suit that was comprised in a very unique expression of these things. And so the memo here is, that's not the end of the story. Your vikruti, your current state, is conditional based upon your age, the season of the year in which we're sitting and talking and living right now, the activities that you pursue, the foods you consume, the beverages you consume, the things you're doing, and the time of day. What's really fun about Ayurveda is to understand that, let's look at the clock, 2 to 6 a.m. and p.m. is the vata time. Vata is the energy of movement. It's comprised of the elements ether and air. So basically that's air plus space. So right away you understand, yeah, that's the energy of movement. 
All right. So what does it represent? It represents that which is cold, that which is dry, that which is always moving. And when it takes its shape and form, although it is formless and shapeless, when it takes residence, let's say, into a human and it's out of balance and really showing up in the moment, it presents as a couple of things. In its rajasic state, that which is increasing, it presents as magic, as unicorns, as rainbows, as glitters, as fairies, as mermaids. It presents as glitter and art, music, poetry, and inspiration itself. When it is in a tamasic state and it is in a state of deficiency and decline, and it's really past the tipping point of being effective to now being over the edge into the abyss, it presents as anxiety. So when we self-identify as anxious, when we say, I have anxiety, when we say, man, I feel like if I read the DSM-3-4 manual of psychiatric care, I'm presenting as generalized anxiety disorder. Well, I submit to you humbly that let's take a look at what's going on. Is it spring? Is it fall? Are you going too fast? In whatever you're doing in life, are you feeling scattered, flaky, spacey? Are you forgetting stuff? Are you just anxious? Are you scared? Okay, this is Vata showing up in your Vakruti, your your current state. All right, so set that down for a second. Let's look at the other players here. If you are noticing that you're angry, if you are typically someone who is a leader and you showcase strength, the one human quality that all beings respond to, but instead of being strong and powerful and like, you know, well, you're being effective as a leader, people are motivated. They are, you know, going to follow what you're saying because that human quality of responding to strength is kicking in. They feel safe around you. Then you're in balance. You're doing your job. You're like the CEO. But if you're out of balance, the pitta, that basic quality of leadership, of transformation, comprised of the elements fire and water, is getting away from you. And now it's scorched earth syndrome. You're just coming off like an asshole. And you're frankly pissed off and angry. You're mad and you're taking names. You're pissed off. People are afraid. They're calling you an asshole, a bitch. And you are presenting as somebody who's really red-faced, insecure, can't take any jokes, taking everything personally, and kind of presenting like the current resident in the White House in here this day of 2019. That's Pitta out of balance. Again, we're all a unique expression, a unique ratio of the elements. And if you have Pitta in your constitution naturally, as you do, you have a little bit. We all have all the elements. But if it's, say, 10 to 2 a.m. or p.m., you're fired up. And you are in a place where you can get a lot done. You can get a lot of people motivated and following, basically hitching their wagon to your star. You're an influencer. You're getting 
to really get things done because you're being effective, but then you reach that tipping point. Maybe what you're eating, hot, spicy things, caffeine, energy drinks, maybe what you're doing, hot activities like a heated conversation or a hot yoga class or a bunch of power vinyasa flow or a really tough CrossFit workout. Maybe you're running and you're running for time, working to have a negative split. You know, you're just really doing all the things, but it's 10 to 2, it's summertime, you're fired up. Well, you're going to come off maybe a little agitated and maybe the DSM-3, 4 manual, whatever that thing's called, <laughs> is going to say this person is bipolar. Or you're just going to come off like a jerk, like we worry about when we have a boss who's just being unkind and mean, and they're just angry, right? So set that down. Kappa is our third player here, comprised of earth and water. It's the energy of stability. It's stasis. It's what holds it all together. These are the functionaries in life. These are the workhorses. These are the buffaloes to our eagles. These are the loyal people. These are presenting like a grandmother who's going to hug you and hold you. And secretly in your heart, you think she likes you better than any of the other countless grandchildren that she's got because Kappa is the energy of stability and it presents as loyalty and devotion and love. And there's no winners or losers in Ayurveda, but everyone loves the Kappa. These big eyes, these long lashes, these big bones and joints, you know, these stable, durable people that say, yes, I'll get that done. They get it done. They're the admins. You know, they are the buffaloes to the eagles, like I said. But, you know, loyalty and devotion and attachment can then present as depression. Past the tipping point, Kappa ends up being kind of stuck and kind of sad, brokenhearted. You know, Kappa's love hard. They leave it all on the field. So when I'm creating this piece today for you to think about, and I call it the Ayurveda of bartending, I'm being kind of flip. Of course, I'm not here to encourage anybody to be unhealthy and unkind to their body or, you know, drink alcohol in inappropriate times. This is all presuming that you've checked all the boxes and you're not taking care of small children, operating a motor vehicle, or doing anything that is happening where it's just stupid, like you're just being sick and addicted. No, I'm saying you've checked all the boxes on your day. It's the cuppa time of day between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. And you've decided it's either brunch and you're enjoying time with family and friends. That's a very appropriate cuppa time to have a cup of something, something. Or it's 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. where all your work is done and all of the small children are cared for or tucked into bed and all the laundry is folded and you have a little bit of time in which to get funky with your significant other where you asked yourself as a teenager that you were going to rock and roll all night and party every day, but now you have 20 minutes a week in which to get funky, according to Simpsons. Uh, this is the moment, right? So let's just check those boxes. I'm not being a jerk here. I'm not saying you're going to be drinking and driving or doing dumb things. I'm saying that when it comes time for you to say, all right, if the 2 to 6 a.m. and p.m. time is for creativity, because that's vata, and 10 to 2 a.m. and p.m. is the pitta time to get some real work done. Hopefully you're sleeping because if you're not, you're going to really be getting a lot done in terms of not sleeping. <laughs> 
And if it's 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., this is an appropriate time, if it's an appropriate time, to take in alcohol. So here's one little fun thing that we like to talk about, the Ayurveda of bartending. So say you are in the vata moment. Maybe you are anxious. Maybe you're acting like my dog who you can probably hear barking. Maybe things are really worrying you and you're feeling fearful and anxiety. I submit to you humbly that it's this air and space, these elements that have no container. It's this quality of being movement, moving and moving and moving and moving that can lead then to its tipping point of anxiety. Let's take a look at a beverage. You have some choices. And if, for example, you were thinking club soda with spirits or champagne or beer, you know, think about it, something very gassy that has a lot of bubbles. I submit to you humbly that that's only going to make vata go more out of balance. Remember, vata are the elements of air and space, ether. So should you have something that's bubbly and frothy? No, you should ask the dog to quit barking so that he can sit down quietly next to you. And I would enjoy a, a glass of really rich wine, you know, something like a Cab Franc, something that's got a lot of juicy, you know, roundness and depth and just makes you feel like you're being held when you drink it. You know, just think about it. Something that's just so full bodied and just delightful that is so like not frothy or effervescent in any way. It just feels like the earth. You know, I love the quote that wine is sunshine, you know, in a bottle. I love that it is sunshine and water doing their jobs expressed as wine and the poetry and the legacy and all of the durability, the family traditions, the hard labor that goes in to being a vinter. This is very resonant because kuppas are the people who actually get the work done. Kuppas are the people who toil the earth. Kuppas are the earth earth plus water. So do you see how a very full-bodied, very romantic story in a bottle, like a gorgeous Cabernet Sauvignon, maybe not so savage on the Sauvignon part, but, you know, kind of like balanced in its its aggression so that it doesn't hit you over the head like you're having a raw steak, but something that just feels like love made visible in this bottle. I submit to you humbly that if you're anxious and anxious and anxious and you want to go have a drink with a coworker and talk about all the stress you have about that it's time for reviews and you're worried about your job, maybe there's some sort of consultant coming in, people are going to get reorganized. Don't have a beer. Don't have a white wine spritzer. Don't have a vodka soda. Have something that's going to hold you and make you feel held, like a beautiful glass of red wine built from the ground up, literally from family members and people who worked hard and cared for the grapes and told them stories and the passage of time and the traditions and the time honored patience and loyalty it takes to make wine. That's a cup of thing expressed in a glass. All right, let's take an example now. Say it's pitta out of balance. Say you're mad. Oh my God, you're so pissed off. You know, you're just angry. Maybe, maybe somebody wronged you, but since your pitta is out of balance and the judgment is flaming up and the fires are fiery and you're just pissed off and ready to take names and kick ass. Okay, let's look at the things that you probably want to drink. Maybe you're feeling like doing shots because, you know, you're in that kind of mode. 
All right. Well, hmm, I, I'm kind of scared to think about Pitta out of balance, that which is fire and water steaming mad, burning up. You know, think about it. Just anger and judgment and just being off the rails, that which would clinically present as bipolar disorder or being in a manic phase. Hey, let's not give her tequila. Let's not <laughs> put her near people who are engaged in a political discussion. Let's not get her around folks who are in a hot moment. Maybe there's a fight going to break out. Chairs are going to come flying. People are going to go to jail. People are going to like, okay, so do you see what I'm saying? What would we give her or him this really fiery pitta right now, red in the face? Well, we want something to counteract the qualities of pitta, and that basically is heat and moisture. So, you know, I don't know that I would hand them a flaming mose, <laughs> you know, some sort of shot that has like the fire you have to blow out and then and then shot. No, I would think this person needs something sweet, right? Something that's going to soothe them. So it should be cold. I think it should be something that is very beautiful and pretty and makes them feel special. So this is where I would break out a rosé. I really would. I would say, you know what? Um, let's also be super day class A and put ice cubes in the rosé. Let's not judge her, <laughs> but let's just say, oh, babe, Let's talk about this. You know, you're pissed off. You have every right. You know, he did you wrong or your boss really is out to get you or, you know, your landlord is crazy and good job not hitting them and going to jail. Like, come on, let's really get you squared away. Let's go outside. All right. You want to put Pitta in nature. If it's possible to put her feet in the dirt, that's kind of cool. And I know that's weird to think about. So in, in this happy hour scenario, it's not like we would take off her high heeled shoes and stick her feet in mud or anything. But if we had a choice where the hostess was like, well, welcome to happy hour. Where would you like to sit? Please don't sit her by the fireplace. Please don't sit her by groups of people who are engaged in conversations. Don't put her by any TV screens that have sports like hockey going on. Let's instead have her sit outside under the umbrella with you where she can see trees and grass. Does that make sense? This quality of the heat is going to be soothed by the natural surroundings. So, you know, if I had my way, if it was a perfect world, if I'm in that mode and I am kind of pretty pitta, that's, that's who I am, that's how I'm built. If my pitta is out of balance, I like to sit outside at home because we have trees. We're kind of up high in the trees and I, we see the lake. The lake is right there. And so I get to really just sit and look at the mountains. Do you see how that's the opposite of being fired up? So let's just Think about the mantra here, friends, with Ayurveda as in life, like attracts like, and it's awesome till it's not, all right? So when I am, for example, as a Pitta, you know, fired up and taking a stand for things and being in a leadership role, it's the quality of transformation. People literally are transformed from being yoga students to being yoga teachers on my watch because that's my gig. That's my job. But if something goes awry and I'm a little too hot under the collar because it's 10 and 2, right? Maybe high noon, we're doing a hot activity. I know it's not a time for me to drink sugar-free Red Bull and try to get focused or have a cup of coffee and try to get focused. No, it's more about a coconut water, right? So similarly, in our discussion here about the Ayurveda of bartending, 
We're looking at giving her some rosé, something that's cold, something that's sweet, something you could put ice cubes in. And if you wanted to do like a champagne, like a rosé expression there with the bubbles, that's fine. But if she's at all anxious or fearful, I would steer away from that which is effervescent because that would make the bubbles even more bubbly and her fear anxiety might kick in. Like she starts telling herself stories about getting fired and becoming homeless and having to, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know how fear is. It just takes you for a ride. So give the pitta out of balance, that person who's super fired up, something sweet, something cold. Okay. All right, let's take a look at our friend's cuppa. Now, say she is attached to something like a project she was working on or a relationship that she was invested in or something that she just feels really strongly about that for some reason is now a loss, like it's been taken from her, like it's just, it didn't work out, like she invested her whole heart and soul or he was so committed to that political party or that sports team that he really wanted to win or his relationship that didn't pan out or the project that wasn't approved or, you know, some sort of thumbs down that he or she got based on whatever. But to them, it's the end of the world. Kappas love hard. They leave it all in the field. And those who represent the qualities of stability and the elements of earth and water are expressed in them. They're the people who hold space for other people. They're the admins. They're the functionaries. They're the people who actually get the work done. So if for some reason something that they were invested in, they dug their heels in, and they were really fighting for or working for is suddenly gone or maybe even just over. You know, the rap parties of big projects and the cuppas, they did all the work, but they're not the first person to grab a glass and say, a toast to the boss or good job, all of us, and be out there mingling and dancing. No, they're kind of hanging in the shadows, maybe at the food table, maybe kind of trying to like feel like they could fit in. You know, they need to be helped to get out into the world and getting moving. Because think about it. Kappa is the energy of stability. It's comprised of the elements, earth and water. And if they get stuck, if that which is their devotion and loyalty then passed its tipping point to being stuck and depressed, well, that's the person we need to say, let's do shots. That's the person who needs the tequila. That's the lady we put in her red high heels and take her out dancing. We get them moving. Remember, kappa is the energy of stability. And if you've ever had your own heart broken or you suffered loss, what's the first thing you wanted to do? Bubble bath, hot tub, get under a comforter, watch Netflix, eat ice cream. Yeah, the things that are going to help you feel held. But there's a point where it's three days later, you haven't showered, you haven't picked up the phone, you haven't answered your messages, you haven't taken out the trash. Come on. This is where the abyss, <laughs> there is the brink of insanity and then there is the abyss. This is where the tipping point happened and now they're depressed and they would express clinically per the DSM diagnostical manual, three or four, whatever it's called, as a person who's depressed. And and I'm not trying to make light of this. Depression is really upsetting and sad. And we lose a lot of people to suicide and people who just lose all hope. Like we got to get them moving. We can counteract that which is presenting as being stuck and sad with mobility. So that is the person I would take to Green Lake and walk around and say, let's walk and talk. I would take them out dancing. I would get them out of the house and say, let's just go to a restaurant. Let's just get out of our home and our heads and go be around people and energy. Do you see how that would balance things out? So shots for everyone, tequila, flaming mows. You know, this is where it would be fun to kick it up a notch and do 
the Irish car bombs or whatever. Where we're having a glass of beer, which is very vata, very bubbly, and we're and we're adding something to it. And you know, I'm not saying we're going to be irresponsible and healthy. I'm not endorsing binge drinking, although I practice having fun at this banquet of life. I'm not going to starve myself at the banquet of life. If you've met me, you know what I'm saying. But here's what I'm saying is we have a chance to be responsible with our energy. And if you are sad, you need to kick it up and get moving. If you are angry, you need to soothe and cool and become sweet. If you're fearful and afraid, you need held and contained. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't prescribe weed for a cuppa when they're depressed, but I would say Maybe if Vata was anxious, it's like, let's just give your brain a break. Or if Pitta was being an asshole, it's just like, let's just get you off the grid for a second. You know, I'm, I'm just saying, I really think that being a yoga teacher trainer and being a responsible person and having information to share is helpful stuff. So I'm not worried about anybody judging me because you know me. Open Up Yoga Teacher Training by Danielle Day is a very authentic offering. And I'm here to tell you what you might consider to try. And I appreciate you listening as ever. Thank you for listening. And so have fun. Remember, keep yourself pure before 420 because you know, you're not a wake and bake person. You don't put whiskey in your coffee unless it's brunch. You don't drink white wine during the day unless you're on vacation. You don't have a flask in your purse and furtively make your way through the world unless it's time to check yourself into some sort of clinic. You know what I'm saying? I'm not endorsing being a knucklehead. I'm just saying that which is stuck needs moved. That which is mad needs cooled and soothed and sweetened. And that which is afraid needs held. And there you go. Hopefully you can find a beverage that will meet your needs. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers.